Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. Whole, whole lot of gang. I tried. I tried. You did it, and I, I messed it I up. I'm, it's, it's I'm sorry. I apologize. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Welcome to the oh. show. Thank you, Trey. I had to switch. I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> well, it, we lost him in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the intro, uh, <laughs> so it's cool. Um, but anyways, hi guys. Welcome to the show. Hi Ryan, how you doing? What's doing up, great? man? How you guys doing? Doing good. Uh, doing good. Hi, Trey. It's nice to see you. It's good to see you too, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's up, people in the internet land? Hope you're having an awesome day. Um, <laughs> what, Trey? The internet land. I've never I've never heard of that, so we should probably have that as a normal thing on the show. Yeah. I get, We have a t-shirt of me like this. What's up, people well, in the internet land? Um, <laughs> Yo, what it is. What it be. Uh... But anyways, uh, let's get to our highlights of the week. Trey, do you got a highlight of the week? Uh, yeah, I was able to, um, man, I just lost my train of thought. I was able, you know what? How about you go first, Jason? Because my, my train has left the station, and that would be my brain. Um, sorry, I'm checking something right now. All right, Ryan, you go first. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. This week, I have been awarded again. Probably my 10th consecutive week I've got this. This is where award is really special. Ooh, okay. Dog Do Pickup Award. Dog Do Pickup Award. Interesting. I'll tell you more later. That's okay. All right. Um, highlight of my week. Let's see. I get to be on the show. No. Uh, I. <laughs> um, man, this is hard, man. Um, you got this. I got to talk to an amazing certain someone. So there. All right. And that's all you get right now. Um, let's see here. Mine would be. Uh, oh, I uh, I got. Uh, uh, I waited in a uh, no. Um, do I have anything? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you got this, man. Come on. I'm a professional. I can do this. You um, you live with Tarzan. No, that's not it. No. Oh. Uh, oh, I already told you about the mites. That would have been a good bit. Um, well, uh, come I, on, Jason. I I uh, um, I know somebody that had twenty five sandwiches. Huh? Oh, you you know someone who has eaten twenty five sandwiches? Yes. Okay. All right, Ryan. Let's hear your story first. In the last three weeks. In the oh wow. Okay. Wow, the last that. three weeks. That's 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 a, that's, that's a big all right. One. So all right, here's the deal. All right. So I live in a house. Yeah, like I mean, most people live in a house, but I just thought I'd tell you I live in a house. That's it. That's the whole story. Now <laughs> I live in a house, okay, um, full of women. Okay. I mean, and that's fine. It's a lot of estrogen. A woman. She's amazing, and I have two wonderful girls that are both women, and seventeen-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> And we have two gold retrievers, and we have a really big, big yard. Okay. And so what that means is there's a lot of disposals going on, okay, from East Coast to West Coast, you know, and you never know where they're going to be. So with that being said, I always seem to win first place in the field day of the Dog Do Pickup Award. I always mm. I'm always leading the way. Uh, I prep really well. Um the problem is I have to actually do the work once this is over. So, and we're talking about two golden retrievers. One's about 110 pounds and one's about 75 pounds. We're not talking small change. So 
that's what I've done this week outside of my normal routine. And uh, it really didn't smell real well. But I got through it and I uh, breathed the air. And, uh, you know, just like Tony Braxton says, breathe again, breathe again. I can breathe again. So that's my that's my story. I mean, you know, you either take it or leave it. I mean, if you like dogs, great, if, you know, but, you know, you got to pick up what they put down. So. Dang. <laughs> well, at least you won an award. I mean, that's some, that counts for something, right? I did. It was fantastic. And I have several of those awards. <laughs> yeah, clap it up. Clap it up for Ryan, man. Clap it up. Good stuff, man. Uh, so I will go with my story. Um, so I talked about this dating app, uh, I think a couple shows ago. Um, and it's called Pure Match. And it's actually, it, it's made by our family of churches, uh, believe it or not. I don't know if you've heard of it, Ryan. Um, I'm but not. I'm yeah, not. so it literally just happened four weeks ago, maybe max, um, maybe five. Wow. And so it's basically, um, what is it, DT Heart and Soul, but app form, and it's it's modern and it's really cool. And I've met some pretty amazing people on it so far. Nice. And I have been talking to a certain someone. Oh, and it's been on. going great. So that's amazing. That's awesome. I will I will leave said person anonymous because I don't want to put some and said you, person on blast. You should, and I think that's really, really righteous of you. It's Jason. <laughs> I'm just and now we have time for a short break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah, totally I've been, kidding. I've been catfishing Trey for a while now. For so long. Wow. <laughs> no, but the, the app is amazing, man. And it's oh. uh it's what this world needs, honestly, man. And Absolutely. it's it's yeah. super cool. I could talk more about it, but I want to hear more about Jason's story. So yeah, nice. once once they decide to sponsor the show, you can talk about it all you Dude, want. Dude, hey man. You the one that's not a bad idea, as a matter of yeah. fact. Let's get to work on that. I'll help you out. You know what? Send a message. All you can that's do is that's a bad that. idea, and you can tell him I'll talk to him too, because I've been very Shoot. Dude, I know well, I don't know the developers, but I I I have their contacts. Are so. they in Denver? I don't I don't know. They do a lot of stuff. That's I know what you're thinking, Ryan. The guy from um, St. Louis Church, he he moved out there to run the app. The the, the leader of the St. Louis Church a couple years ago, so he's out there doing oh. lots of different stuff with the uh, Kims. So awesome, man. Cool. Um, mine, mine again. I have way funnier stories, but I just couldn't think of anything. But I was in the refrigerator today, freezer today, and I saw our giant box of uh, mini uh, ice cream sandwiches were eaten by my son. Um, and uh yeah he didn't eat all of them but he ate a, a good amount of them in the last three weeks he didn't do them in one day ryan oh um, that's okay I mean, gosh. he's and a growing boy he needs his calcium <laughs> that this this dude one thing one thing that has happened with him lately is he, today he woke up and he goes daddy daddy i have an idea and i'm like what's up buddy he goes we go to cracker barrel and i was like okay he goes that's my favorite restaurant in the entire world I was like, wow, that's great guy. What, what, what do they have? And he's like, they have pancakes and they have bacon, maple syrup, and they have crackers. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my, my, yeah, my, another person we need to get sponsors from Cracker Barrel on the, on the show. Um, but there you go. Um, really quick, you... uh, I want to throw some comments our way. Uh, Jaime is on YouTube, watching on YouTube for some reason. But hey, we got some we got some people on YouTube. Oh, he says, "There we go. YouTube is up." Um, and then Sandy's popping in. What's up, Sandy? What's up, Jaime? She, oh my gosh, those are big golden retrievers. Come on, golden. Two, two big golden retrievers. Come on, baby. Uh, she's correcting herself. And then Jaime saying, "Hi, Sandy. I'm watching you from YouTube." So we appreciate you guys <laughs> hopping in. Um, but Jason, I think. I think it's about that time to uh, get it popping. Yeah. Well, I have a question for you, Trey. Do you have a baby Yoda anywhere in your background? Yes, I do, actually. So you're saying all three of us have a baby Yoda in our background? Oh, no, he has a real Yoda. He has Yoda. Yoda. He's not a baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God. I would say I would say baby Yoda's name, but some people have yet to start the freaking Mandalorian. Really, Jaime? Not really? hey, not not calling anybody out. Oh, they will remain nameless. And quite frankly, for that matter, Sandy hasn't touched it either. I guarantee. So it, yeah. that's okay. There's no there's no good murders in the Mandalorian. 
There are a good amount of murders, but not the kind of Sandy likes. Oh, so, yeah. the ones that are, yeah. So there's, certain, the ones, there's certain kind of murders that Sandy likes. and there's certain The ones with white chalk likes. outlines. Yeah. <laughs> the ones the in Star Wars just happen and no one talks about it. Ryan, Sandy has her own show where she talks about murder, mystery, murder, murder shows. So, um, but it was yes, Cray, tr- yes, Cray, Trey. It is that time okay. for the quiz. Let's let's get it. It's time for a quiz. Now I hope you guys are ready because it's about to get awkward. No, I'm just kidding. It won't get awkward. Uh, it might. I don't know. Depending on your all's answer. But uh, so Ryan is new to the show, and for those who are tuning in who are new, we got a quiz, and uh, it will be against Jason and Ryan, and the best man with the most points is going to win at the end. So uh, who's that going to be? We don't know. But anyway, um, let's get it started. So in these, this is a new quiz. It'll be a little bit shorter, depending on what Cheryl's answers are. But these are open answer questions. And whoever has the best answer to this question will win. We have four. And I actually want to start off with Jason first. Okay. Jason, you've led, you've led in, uh, in the ministry before, right? Yeah, I've, I've led uh, preteen ministries and singles ministries and uh, arts ministries. So yeah, I've not 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 as fancy as Ryan, but I've I've done some things. Now, Ryan, you've led in a ministry before, right? I I've mean, never led in a ministry. I have no idea what you're talking about. As never. Way. Dang never. it! We, we've set ourselves up we for failure. Got Jay. The wrong guest today. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what the ministry was when I led in the ministry, but I was, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They were like, hey, buddy, uh, you're going to move to this city? By my, by my fearless leader, and he said, get in your car and pick up the teens, bro. Oh, my said, gosh. And just went, you know. No, That's great. Yes, I've led in the ministry many, many, many ways and been very thankful to be able to do that over the years. Yeah. Awesome, funny. awesome. So I'm glad we get to do this quiz. So the, for the first answer, Jason, what is the most awkward thing that has happened on stage in your time leading? Either to you or seeing someone else happen to obviously this will remain not anonymous unless they have your permission to just share their, their stuff ryan apparently has a good story so uh now this is awkward just so keep it awkward it, not it, funny not like does it have to happen I, to me or does it or is it happening whichever anybody? one's honestly whichever one's better <laughs> that's a hard one um See, I have one that I have one, but I don't think it works. Uh, we'll see. It's awkward. Uh, Your goal is to uh, impress me. So, all right. Well, I uh, I once saw a song leader lead a song while he had um, about uh, I don't know about four roll like half a roll of toilet paper in his eardrum. Stop! Wow. For what? I got to hear the story really quick. Oh. Here. Well, it was me. <laughs> I, um, we came home, and and um, we came we came home, and and wait wait for it. We came home, and there was like a block party in our apartment, and everybody was there was like fifty there was like five hundred people outside, and they would not go to sleep, and so I decided I'm just gonna put toilet paper in my ears Ear to, to to earplug it. Well, That's I wake it. up. And one of my ears is clogged and I don't know what's going on. The problem is, is this is the first day that I'm ever going to lead a song at church. Um, oh and I'm, I'm going to sing, I'm going to sing sanctuary and I'm, I am, there I am. And I'm about to lead a song. Um, and I have a piece of toilet paper lodged into my eardrum. So imagine like sticking your finger in your ear and then that's how it sounds with the singing. So I sing the song. And then my buddy Lavoy, we get in the car, we drive to the hospital, and I go, yeah, I'm pretty sure I lodged something in my ear. And they're just like, yeah, we have a tool for that. And they pull out these little scissors, go into my ear, pull out all this toilet paper that I had got lodged in my ear. There you go. That's pretty Man, that, awkward. That's a facepalm moment if awkward. I've ever heard. I'm glad, I'm glad you're okay. Um, that is yeah. extremely awkward. Yeah, uh, me too. All right, Ryan. Uh the, the same question. I want to hear it. What is the most awkward thing that has either happened to you or you've seen happen on stage while leading? Wow, this is really bad. All right. So. Here we go. Sounds spicy. DSA conference. 2000 conference DSA down in South, uh, out in Florida, Orlando. I okay. was the campus minister with 
the Tallahassee church. So I led the Florida state Florida A&M ministry. And when I got to Tallahassee, my wife now who is married to me was in Tallahassee and moved the same week. This is part of the story to Nashville. I moved there. We didn't know each other blind. We met once. She said, this guy is really arrogant. I was mm. did not want anything to do with me. I led this ministry by myself with no woman leader. Obviously God had a plan Amen. Uh, to, just to flatten my pancake. So we get going in Florida. We're getting people. They're coming. We're, they're, they're being baptized. God's taking care of them. I'm thinking I'm the one doing it. We go down to this conference. We got these guys ready to get baptized. We got this guy. He's ready to go. I go, you know what? I don't have to be on stage. I'm getting ready to go on a date with Carla. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you guys up on the stage. Oh, no. You're going to baptize this guy. And I was trying to do it with the heart of, hey, these guys are leading. Uh, you know, it's Bright Meyer. He doesn't care. Bright is my friend. Calvet Baker. These guys were really, really great guys. Great heart. I wanted them to have the, 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 the credit for what they sure. were doing. 6,000 people in this auditorium. Every leader from Phil Lamb to Peter Garcia to Randy McKean to, I don't know, maybe Jesus was there, and I'm sure he was. <laughs> and I'm in the back. We're two or more gather or 6,000. I'm in the back getting ready to go on the second date with Carla. We're on a blind date. And this is our second date. I'm like, yeah, I'm the man. I'm oh, the, no. I'm, awesome. I'm the leader. I'm awesome. Make it up there. The music stops. They're getting ready to baptize these people. They got all these people lined up. Of course, at the end of the thing, they're going to baptize them. And they get ready to take this guy's confession. Oh no! And I'm so excited. Oh no! Realizing it was about me. No. Get up there, and he goes, "This is I can't remember the guy's name." And da 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 da. He's here to make Jesus Lord. And the guy goes, "Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God?" And he goes, "Hell yeah!" And the entire auditorium. I remember this story and I'm somehow. I'm standing in the back, and I am white, like the ghost of Casper. And I'm like, I everyone's just, like, I just lost my job. No, <laughs> I my resume no. out. I need to get it going. I gotta get on. I gotta. I gotta. I mean, maybe the Baptist Church back home will hire me. I don't oh know. Oh my god! Wow. And there was not a sound in this place. And all I heard was people going, did he, say did he say that? Did he say that? And then the guy on stage, I'm going, finish the confession. That's all I'm saying. Like, just do it. And he goes, do it. I can now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. People were like, should be baptized. I'm like, you need to baptize him. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> and, yeah. and he and he and he came out, and, and you know, and that was it, right? And, you know, well, what I did with that time is I went, where is the near, furthest bathroom? In oh this my school? gosh! And I went, I, I I went boom. I went to it, and I said, <laughs> furthest toilet. And those are the big ones, you know, the big long ones. I went in, opened the door, <laughs> locked it. And I sat on the toilet for 45 minutes. I did not move. Stop. And oh, I did not my have to go gosh. To so 45 oh. minutes later, after I sweat, after I lost like 20 pounds, probably, <laughs> and Car was waiting for me to go on a date. Our second date. It's our second one. I walk out. The place is empty. And she's waiting for me. And I go, she goes, where have you been? I go, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and she goes, I heard. <laughs> it's like let's go to downtown Disney. So this is this is the end. Here's the end. So a week later, I'm back in Tallahassee. I'm thinking I'm fired. I never got fired. They fail. And we go to this dinner with Doug Lambert. Peter Garcia's in town, and I'm like, sure. am I fired? <laughs> I was like, you know, and and John Kennedy, who's in the church there at the time, we were all in this room. At this at Longhorn, and he goes, I go, I, I walked in, and they go, I go, hey Pete, what's up, man? He goes, he goes, how you doing? I go, I'm doing good. He goes, you doing good? And he goes, oh yeah, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> so, yeah. like, Do I laugh? Do I cry? I'm like trying to get married and trying to get my, my job. So it was absolutely, it was never ever 
forgotten. My friends, every time I call Tallahassee, they're like, how you doing, bro? Oh, yeah, man. No good. Yeah, that's good. That's, so, but that's, that's, the, that's the story. That's the story. Oh, my God. I would I, never, I, ever be lived down. I, would I, I really felt like I had a good story, but I didn't have a <laughs> You did, but you did not get the point. Ryan nope. totally gets the point. Yeah. Um, depending on how these stories go, we're only going to ask maybe two more, but Ryan, no, no, it was perfect. Um, this is why we wanted them open. So that is epic. Uh, thank you for the, somebody check, check mic one too. Okay. Maybe I need to talk lower. Um, no, that's awesome, man. That is hilarious. You definitely get the first point. Uh, and so. Um, that is a story for the, the books for sure. I, I, it's funny because I remember someone telling me about that years ago. I'm serious. I don't know if you've spoken at a conference like within the past six, seven years. Okay. Someone else totally shared the story cause it's hilarious. Um, so, uh, okay. So then awkward. Yes. But my second question, and I'm going to have Jason go first is what is the craziest thing you have done or have seen on stage while leading? Um, I'm, Whichever yeah. one's better. I'm going to say uh, that it's me, and the stage is a lot smaller. Um, but, uh, um, well, uh, our, our ministry was doing a, a little thing with the kids, and we were getting them to act out um, certain parts of the Bible. And um, there was a kid um, who I like to give a hard time to. Um, and we did the story of um, the prophets of Baal and uh, okay. how, how they fight Elijah. And uh, I had them all act, a, act that out. And then, um, and then I gave an award for best prophet of Baal. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so you know the story of where they where, where they go around the they go around the altar. Yes. It's them versus Elijah and they go around the altar and they, they do a little dance. And so I gave one of the kids an award for best private avail for oh acting in that. I mean, you know, you gotta that's that's wow, that's I'm just trying to get them I'm just trying to get him inside the, the Try to get him fired up. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, there you go. So that that actually is one of the craziest things uh, I have heard so far, um, and that's all. That's very specific. Ryan, what you got for us? So when I was leading the church in Memphis, we had now bear in mind I went to high school in Memphis, went back as the minister of the church. So every time I met somebody, they were like, "What do you do now?" I go, I'm in the ministry. They go, no, you're not. You, you, we used to get drugs together. You're not in the ministry. <laughs> and oh so we have all these outdoor services, right? And none of my buddies would come because they didn't believe I was a minister. But we had these outdoor service one time at Germantown Park, right? I mean, I grew up right around the corner. I grew up like smoking pot at Germantown Park. Okay. And so, so now I'm back, right? And I'm like, okay, I got this idea. I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to act like I'm like leaving the church. I'm going to, I'm going to do this message about, I'm going to leave the church. And so the guy leading songs, Chris Moore, good friend of mine, great guy. He, me and him get together. I go, here's the deal. I'm going to come to the podium after you lead this last song. And I'm basically going to have a meltdown right in front of everybody. Bro. Like a serious meltdown. I'm going to melt down so bad. They're all going to like, like, they're going to like, and I'm going to walk away. So I had a plan. I knew where I was going to go. I knew where the, the, so I got up there and I was like, I can't do this. I cannot lead anymore. I'm done. My marriage is falling apart. I don't know what to do. I have no idea what, what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm just done. I can't do it. I'm stressed. And I walked away. And Chris comes up and goes, um, it was all acting. He goes, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to have a couple more songs. And then we're going to see where this goes, OK? And so Chris leads the songs. People were like, uh, I mean, it was like, it was like, they're like, I walked away. I'm around the corner. I'm going, <laughs> and so, so I come back and I'm like a little bit more composed. And I said, I was just kidding. And they go, they were so mad. And I go, but let me ask you this. 
what if that really happened? What would you do? Who would lead the church? Who would take care of things? And if you don't know, then we need to flip over to Nehemiah and I need to teach you a little bit about what that means. <laughs> and so I, that's what I did. I just, that's kind of why I have a lot of other things I've done. Like I've, you know, come up like as a sports center anchor or something, you know, where you're about, you know but that was what I did. And, and to this day, my wife's like, that was the meanest, <sighs> most vile thing I've ever seen anybody do. I'm like, did it work? I mean, people fall away all the time. People leave the church. People, people, people cheat on their wife. People have, you know, they do things. I'm sorry. They do. I've seen it. And so I'm like, so that was what I did. That wow, dude, that was kill me, Ryan. Ruthless. I, I apologize for my life. Ruthless. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Scout. I, he gets I, he gets the point, man. Like I thought, I thought the 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 best prophet of Baal was great. I thought it was good too. I didn't. I just. Yeah. I'll give you half a point. No, it, it it's fine. Give him okay. the point. I mean, he's putting kids on fire. I mean, come on. I, mean, I didn't. Turn, I didn't set any kids on fire. <laughs> he's lighting the world up. Yeah. Fire the world. Uh, Jason, I don't. I don't know if we have another question, time for another question. Do we? Yeah. Or should we just? Uh, we we can go. We can move on. We okay. The, yeah. Awesome. Ryan, congratulations. You won our quiz section. So two points go to you. Um, and uh, before we continue, guys, we want you to make sure you hit that share button, hit the like button, um, and please become a follower of Flows for You. Uh, Jason, take it away. All right. Um, so, Ryan, I was talking to you earlier, and we're trying to figure out what you think that people could do for a better year. And I, you gave me the really great answer that was, I think, seven pages long. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I summed it down to believe in you and get on the bus. Um, and, uh, explain to me why you think that people need to believe in themselves and they need to get up and do something. Why, why do you believe that, Ryan? Well, number one movement is necessary for change. Now I don't mean just moving your body. I don't mean you know, going to the grocery store. I don't mean driving down the street. I mean, in your mind. And so I think it's a really easy for us to wait for the bus to come to the bus stop. But, you know, kind of like in the day now, public schools, I see the bus picking kids up at every single house. I'm like, what? back in the day, we had to go to the bus stop. We had to walk to the bus stop. So if you believe enough about yourself to be mean to yourself, maybe you should believe enough in yourself to treat yourself with respect. And so it's kind of like that affirmational battle, right? You could be affirming all the bad stuff or affirming all the good stuff, okay? And people go, well, that's that self-development stuff. No, that's God. He wants us to believe in who we are because what we tell ourselves is what we, will, what we will become. And Jesus talks about that all the time in the parables. The point about believing in yourself is if your platform is cracked, you're done, Jack. But if it's cracked, fix it. Put a new board in there. In order to put the new board, you got to go to Lowe's. You got to get the wood. You got to bring it back, and you got to put it in. So if I don't believe in who I am, then then I'm already starting in the back of the pack. And it's not like a horse race where you get into the pack, you all start the same. You know, you're in the back already. Like it would be like it would be like if you didn't start in the gate, you just kind of started on the on the on the track. If we don't attempt to punch our own ticket. Now, people say, well, well, God punched our ticket. No, God created us to punch our ticket. We are creators, okay? If we can create and we can follow our belief system of God and in our life, we all have different talents and skills. You guys are wonderful on the radio here, on the podcast. Some people are great in other things. That's the first step, awareness. That first step, belief, is like an awareness factor. You step into a space of awareness, the sky is the limit. Yeah. And personally, I have not always had that mindset. When I was a young minister, I went on my, my, uh, my ability, and it ran out of gas. And unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people that do that not just in the ministry in general, but belief is being able to see beyond your own objectivity. When you can do that, you can always come back to that foundational place, 
that Starship Enterprise, whatever you want to call it, the you know the station, the Rebel Station, whatever. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Get Yoda and say, get, get, "Come on, get on the bus with me." I'm believing him. If Yoda doesn't believe in you, there's nobody. I mean, this guy's 800 years old. I mean, come on. That is true. So, belief is really a matter of you messaging yourself. It's almost like sending an email to yourself without adding any illegal substance to the recipe. <laughs> That's that is I think important. I think when it comes down to it, it's like having somebody believe in you or you just believe in yourself. I think sometimes I, I always make jokes that when I was younger, I didn't know any better. So I just did it. Um, and now I'm older and I have to really go, why am I going to create this? Cause nobody's going to listen to it. And, uh, it's funny. I wish I was my younger self a lot of the times where I didn't care and I just went, you know, I became a rapper cause I didn't know any better. You know, I didn't know that nobody was going to listen to, or I wasn't going to sell, uh, me and Trey have the story where I met him and he asked, Hey, how do you become a musician? And I said, don't do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, hey man, I'm really trying to get into this, and, and yeah, yeah, just don't do it, man. There's no money in it. Like it's, it's not worth your time. But it's funny because it's like believing in yourself is important. Um, and and you do this a lot in your in your work, correct, Ryan? Will you talk I do, to people? And, yeah. and and I mean, and I also like you know I don't know if you know what the Hair Club for Men is. And I always tell people I'm not only the Hair Club president, but I'm also a client. So, and I don't mean because of my hair. I mean because of the <laughs> work I do. I mean, I work on myself all the time. People are like, what do you do? What do you work on yourself? I routinely work on building my image. And so image, when I say image, I mean self-image. We talk about the Imago Dei in the church all the time. He is the Imago Dei. I'm like, yeah, and you know what? He created you to be in his image. So if your image is is has got holes in it, people say, well, that's sin. No, it doesn't always have to be sin. It's the, it's the idealism about you being able to say, I've been created by the almighty. And if I'm created by the almighty, then it's all righty for me to believe in myself. And so if you can, you can see that. And I work with people on helping them consciously find that magnitude. What I mean by that is we live in a very unconscious society. We're unconscious 95% of the time we go to work. We, you know, you're talking about dating, right? You're talking about dating Trey, right? Yeah. You know, I dated many girls in the church, many sisters, bless their heart that were the same type of girls that I didn't need to, to, to pursue to marry. Yeah. And something was telling that. me, maybe you should look at the people you're trying to date. Maybe it's about you and not about the date. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's about me and what I think. And I'm like, so the unconsciousness. So I try to break that mold by challenging people to give themselves the ability and the authority. And there's a lot of Christians. I'm saying this. Here we go. Do not give themselves the right to believe they are powerful and they are able. And this is what holds people back from quantifying who they are with God. Mm. So to answer your question, that's what I do. I work with people's images. I help them create what they want to see within themselves so they can be the best person. And when I was typing this up, is it actually a mindset coach? Yeah, it says mindsight, but I like you know I like mindsight. See, see, I, I can't mean, spell. Mindsight, you gotta... mindsight, whatever it is, you know, it's good. It's all it's good. Yeah, mindsetting, master like a mecha mastery mind consultant, and I do wow. you know, I'm a therapist too. So what I try to do is I try to give people a more of an enhancement. I don't want to have you come to my office every day and say, "Thanks, I'll be back next week." Thanks, I'll be back next week if I can help mm. it. I want people to be challenged enough to walk into the world with what we're talking about and say, well, oh, I see a difference. Wow, I, I, I actually react, I responded, I didn't react. Wow, I'm not angry anymore. Um, so. Ryan, I just wanted to touch on what you were saying earlier. Um, and this is amazing because there's so many facets of being a Christian, right? I think, I think obviously the world, and I would say the world sees a lot of Christians in the bad light. And quite frankly, oh, there's a lot of quote unquote Christians that are not living the life of a disciple that are not actually doing the work. If that makes sense, it's the Easter and Sunday stuff, right? The churchgoers. But, um, what I'm trying to get to is I love what you said about, um, believing in yourself, Pr yeah, tr uh, putting forth your best image, right? Cause you said that, um, we are created in God's image, right? And so I think we 
we get caught up on, you know, focus on God, trust God, um, do your best, um, put your best self forward, but we don't, we forget to remember that God has created us to do these things. Like we need to be focusing on the fact that he has made us to do so many good things. Like we, we get these things, well, it's like uh, Satan loves to just bum us down a lot, right? Like just, just shoving us into the ground. We can't do anything. But the thing is, the creator of existence has made us for so many good reasons and, and just to fulfill his, his will, right? And I just love what you shared, man. That's just awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Of course, man. Um, I mean, I guess, uh, how did you even get into that? Like, how, did, how is that something? <laughs> how do you go from a Mr. Minister to a mind sight <laughs> coach? Well, I just, I mean, yeah. That's a weird transition. That's not like the normal. My colleagues from the ministry to be like, that dude's crazy, man. <laughs> I don't know where he's at sometimes. No. <laughs> um, so uh, a long, long time ago, the land far, far away, Ooh. there was a young man who dreamed a lot at 12 who wanted to be Pele, he wanted to be Diego Maradona. He always believed he could do whatever he wanted to do. And he always wanted to be the guy in the, you know, in the movie, right? And so I went into ministry with the purpose of really helping people. When I was put in the ministry, it wasn't an accident, okay? It wasn't a, a, a fluke. I wasn't the guy they were sitting on, sitting on the sideline waiting for a job in the NFL who couldn't get a free agency contract. I was put in the ministry. God took me and said, boom, here it is. <laughs> and what happened was I burned out. Sorry, I actually know a guy that did that in the ministry. Are you just shouting him out right now? Is that what you're doing? No, I know guys, okay. I know guys <laughs> in the NFL, the NBA. And, and, and no, NBA. I was talking about I know a guy that was a free agent and then became a minister. I thought you were just calling that dude out. No, I was using that. People are going, hey, look at that guy, the free agent yeah. on the street. You know, I mean, so long story short, I was in the ministry for five or six years and I got burned out. You know, a lot of things happened. I'm not going to go into details. I'm beyond that now. I wasn't at the time. Ten years later, I was given the opportunity to go back in the full-time ministry, working with Mike and Jody May of Tomei Valley Church outside of Washington, D.C. Sure. Love the Mays. Wonderful, wonderful people. They left for Colorado. And then the archers came in, Will and Tasha, who, you know, I love them dearly as well. Long story short, we were in the ministry for two years, and I had a lot of emotional baggage that still needed to be dealt with. I was not, I was not in a good place. Mm-hmm. And so I continued to look for things that could enhance me, that could help me grow, that could train. I started a business. It failed. And then I went, you know, I, I tried this. I tried that. I wanted to be a corporate trainer. Corporate trainers don't train. They, they, they do Six Sigma. That's not training. That's computer work. I don't want to do that. And so after my time in the ministry in 2016, I went back and got my therapy degree. And then from that point, I started to research ways that I could better myself in my craft. I learned how to tap. I got four levels of grief tapping and addiction tapping, which is EFT, which is where you tap on your on your meridians and it releases stress. I did linguistic programming training where I would learn how to read people's eyesights and up and downs and intuition. And then I got into studying self-development with Bob Proctor, who is really part of what's called the father of self-development, Earl Nightingale, back in the 50s, who really started self-help, who really started the attitude studies. You know, what does it mean to be uh, conscious? What does it mean to really have your emotions and your thinking together? What does it mean to be you know, in a frequency, which is like the Holy Spirit? Okay. All right. So right, right. I did that. I studied that. Then my wife got sick. Then I did another program. So to answer your question, I'm always looking, not necessarily to climb the ladder in corporate America, mm-hmm. but to climb the ladder in my thinking and in my learning. And what it's done is it's given me a toolbox that I believe is can be helpful in churches. And I'm just going to say that, a little plug, because I've not only been in the pulpit, but I've sat down in the back row going, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, and that's not right either. I've also been in the middle and I've also seen both. So my point is that's how I got into it. So it is, it is a little, it is a little different. Uh, I am not considered a normal person. So yeah. um, just my wife. Well, um, you're hanging, you're hanging out with us. We are definitely. Not oh, yeah, you guys, don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> We're, uh... Good thing. This isn't recorded or on live stream right now. Oh yeah. Good thing. 
this is just a hangout time. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I, I think it's funny because we're definitely going to get into your entire life, but you just kind of, you, I feel like I'm a lot like you. And then I just kind of go where it takes me. And so like one of the newest things that happened to you in the last few weeks is that you have your own TV show now. I do. I do. It, it's kind of wacky and wild, but uh, it's almost like, you know, just kind of the universe. God just brought the universe to me and said, here, here it is. So I'm in this program. Right. <laughs> and thinking of the results is a program where you have all these people in a mastermind. So we're masterminding, which is really awesome because what you do is you are held accountable for what you're doing as a person and in your profession and where you're headed. Long story short, I met this lady who's actually doing television shows and has a studio in Richmond. And I live in Charlottesville, so it's only an hour away. And I told her I had this idea for a sitcom. I had this idea, and I had, I had this idea called Paradigms. I this, it's a sitcom based in Nashville. It's all these knuckleheads who are really rich, really successful, but they don't have no conscious awareness whatsoever. So I pitched this thing to her and our executive producer, who is from Hairspray Broadway, who's worked with George Wynn from Cheers. I never met him before. And I pre, I just, right here on this camera, I did that. And they go, can you come to the studio next week? I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. So I drive over to the studio and I start filming. And I have the conversation project on StreamYard, like these guys here. And I start converting my StreamYards over to videos and start recording in their studio. Next thing I know, I meet Kit Cummings. Never met him before. That's my boy right there. That's my dude. So we are, and, and, and he gives his total heart to me. And next thing you know, he's my first episode on my show. Wow. And they gave me a three pilot sponsorship, which you can watch on demand on the Promoter TV app through Amazon TV, Fire, Apple TV, Android TV, Web TV, Google TV, uh, Android, uh, Apple iOS, and uh, YouTube TV. So, um, yeah. So, Wow. And, you know, it's just an opportunity for me to learn how to get in front of the camera, to get makeup put on my face, to go to commercial breaks, things that I've never done. But get all the powder. Right. Yeah. Here's a secret. <laughs> I've always wanted to be an actor. Wow. OK, that's was, awesome. I wanted to be like, you know, I don't know. I wanted to be like, you know, Sylvester Stallone lived like down. The street oh, sure. From me. So I was like, literally they lived down the street in Maryland from me. And so. But I was like, yo, man, what's what? up, man? You know what's up, man? You know, let's do it, man. You know, I'm like, Paulie's killing me. You know, he's drinking all the beer, you know. But uh, but I always wanted to do that because I just thought, gosh, if they can do what I can do. And long story short, sure. right now in my late 40s, <laughs> you know, getting on TV. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Um, I'm learning a lot about the business. I'm learning about, hey, if you go further, time to talk to attorneys. It's time to do this. You don't have to go with this production company. You have the right. I could go back on the stream yard and do it myself until somebody else picks it up. And yeah, so yeah, that's it. And, and I'm using it as a coaching mechanism because I think we're talking about awareness. We're talking about, you know, courage. We're talking about faith. We're talking about perseverance, persistence, all the things that if you think about self-development and the church and God and what he, what he calls us to do, once we get it into our consciousness, mindset we start to love ourselves like god does and we are going to be used no matter what we do or where we go so uh, ryan i I really appreciate that and and this is super cool that like you get to be on your own tv show like that's amazing like that's that's a dream come true for anyone um and i I wanted to take a slight pivot with this question uh especially when it comes to therapy because um and this, I've seen this meme a couple times in the ICOC memes that we've got going on. There's crazy stuff happening on that right now. They've actually taken a break because of all the buck wildness going on. But um, <laughs> what, what would you say churches and our church need to understand about uh, awareness regarding uh, mental health? Um, and, and like in the regards to like what people need to understand when it comes to like mental health that you can't, I, I'm trying to think like, you know, Oh man, I, I've been really depressed. Oh, we'll pray about it. It's like, that's not necessarily, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? No, no, I, I'm, I'm down there. And so for, before I say anything, I have the utmost respect for therapists. Okay. I have the utmost respect. You know, uh, there's a gentleman out in California, Larry Wong. He's a tremendous therapist. Uh, Bev who's in Dallas. She's a tremendous therapist. Um, there's a ton of th- therapists are great people. Okay. I'm a therapist, right? But I think what my concern about any type of therapy 
whether it's in the church, out of the church, is assumption or sometimes in our fellowships or in any type of organization, we can just kind of one statement reward or one statement. Mm. And we've done this for a long time. I'll just call a spade a spade because I don't get paid by the church. They don't pay me. Okay. Is, <laughs> is just repent is like telling me to go wash my hands without soap. Okay. Or just have faith is like telling me if you don't know how to have faith, faith is something that you internalize. You have to Faith is you. I, I have faith. You know, you, how do you know? Or if somebody is really depressed, how do you know they're not suicidal? How do you know they're not needing more? Now, sometimes they just right. need to talk and that's fine. But the last time I checked, if you are a mandated reporter and somebody tells you something, whether you're a therapist or not, you better do the right thing. The other side of this is, is fact. Collaboration is necessary in our churches with outside things. I got a news for you. There are a lot of people that are out there, and Indonesia has done a fantastic job with this. I know the Salims very well. I've been to Indonesia. I visited there. I served over there with them. They're great people. We have to give credit to God before we give credit to ourselves. And so right. what that requires is for us to step back and let the space around us kind of dictate where we're going. That's called the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't have it all figured out, and I've always been like that. People know me. Going, I thought you did, man. I thought no, no, that's why you're on today. the show. Come on, Yesterday, man. and that was great. You know, I got the <laughs> you know, best supporting glasses, you know, and whatever. So, but about therapy, it's very, very important that we don't just label what we believe needs to happen. And we, and also... It's really important that people just don't go to therapy just to get hurt. And what I mean by that is there's got to be a depth of perception. What depression might mean to you, Trey, may not be the same thing it means to me. True. And so getting help is important. Don't get me wrong. But I do think that for years it was like, you need, you need, you know, you need a therapist. Oh, no, you don't need a therapist. You're in the church. You don't need a therapist. You don't need a therapist. And you know what? And what I'm saying is really bold. Because wow. I know a lot of people in the United Church of Christ, they're like, Ryan's crazy. And Ryan's nuts. And Ryan's talking about memories. And Ryan's talking about this. Not, yeah, and tell me something I don't know. I am crazy. But I also am real and genuine. And I know where I come from. And I'm not holding back my message anymore. But as far as therapy, sometimes it's needed. And sometimes it's not. But the way that you portray it, is huge. So if you don't know anything about it and you're trying to help your brother or sister and you think you know the answers because you have scriptures in front of you, sure. Stop, drop, and roll. Get on the phone with somebody that can help you understand before you do something worse. Yeah. And please don't tell people just do it. This isn't yeah. Nike. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not a shoe commercial. And plus, Nike's in trouble anyway. They've been doing stuff. So, anyway, um, anyway <laughs> they, had nothing, they had nothing to do with that, Ryan. But, anyways, wait, I missed it. What happened with Nike? Oh, he's talking about the little Nas X thing, right? Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that little, little, yeah, they, yeah. They, they had nothing to do with that. They, so, yeah, I think so. A little Nas and his company, I think they totally just did the shoe. Yeah, but Nike yeah. did not endorse that, and they actually no, they sued for that. He did the shoe. I was just giving him a hard time, but you're right. Nas did that, and, and nobody, they weren't a part Buck of it. Buck wild. Buck wild. Well, and they did it before. They they actually, That same company did a Jesus shoe where they actually sold shoes for like $3,000 that had uh, some of the river, some of them, uh, holy water from Jerusalem, I think, in the, in the, in the shoe bed and sold them as Jesus shoes. And oh my nobody, gosh. and obviously nobody had any issues with the Jesus shoe. And actually, they got a lot of good, um, press oh, of course, <laughs> and but then hey, the same power to God. The same people <laughs> do the opposite, and it did not go well. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, anyway. so, Jaime, you know I mean? so just do it. So what I mean by that is, just, oh, just, really quick, Jaime's coming in. He said, "I work oh. with Bev in the New Jim Crow group." Um, yeah, and I've been in that group. I was in that group a little while, but I've been busy because of my wife's situation. So I'm right, to step out a little bit. And then he says, "As Trump would say, wrong." Real help, right on, Ryan. Uh, continue what you're saying. I'm sorry. No, it's just it's just a matter of people understanding when they're going to approach a subject like therapy or somebody's trauma. Don't assume and don't 
don't play God. This is what I'm saying. Just do it. The reason I use that, sorry, Nas, you're in trouble, but is the fact that we have a tendency to want to help people so much. And I'm as guilty as anybody else in the past. Like, all right, let's fix this. Let's get this figured out because I've got to baptize people because I have a church to grow because if I don't, Los Angeles is going to call me and tell me that I'm out of a job. Sorry, I said that. Um, but that's um, just be be wise and be, and be kind because sometimes being loving leads people to the right spots. Amen. That's awesome, man. Thank you. You alluded to it earlier, and we're, we have to close up this uh, part so we can uh, get into the rap part, but uh, you did allude to it earlier, and you were telling me about this earlier about your about your wife in the last, uh, you've been dealing with cancer and that she's recovering now, but uh, what have you learned in that situation? How have you? Wow, let me try if I can summarize this one. So yeah. we only got you only got like three minutes. So. All right, the bottom line is she had surgery on March 29th, and, and for, first of all, the Christians around the world, you from Uganda all the way to California, have been praying for her, and I'm so thankful and grateful. We've raised almost ten thousand dollars for her Amen. GoFundMe. Wow! All the bills are paid. She. What I've learned is this: I have no control over this. Now, wow. what it does mean, though, is I have control over myself, mm. and that means that the grace. I'm writing a book now called Gracious Entrances, and it's all about steps forward to your gracious entrance. I am entering my gracious entrance. For those that know me, I have not been a gracious man in the past. I have not loved like God. I have not loved like Jesus. I've loved like Ryan. Now, I'm a Christian, so what I've learned is my wife is calling me to a place of peace in the middle of a fire, and there's no bail around, Okay. It is my job to hold the line, hold my fire, but acquire the spirit. So I've learned really fast, loving two girls, wonderful girls, one going to Boston next year for college, Emmanuel being part of the Boston church. Um, and one that's 12 who definitely needs her mom. And mm. I the glue, whether I want to be or not. And I don't get what I want. I don't get intimacy right now with my wife the way I want it. And I don't get a choice to go and do whatever the heck I want to do whenever I want to do it. Yeah. I don't get to yell or I don't get to get mad. If I want to get mad, there's four acres right here in the backyard. Go run out there. Ah! And then... <laughs> why, why, why in my head are you naked? <laughs> wait, 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 what, 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 what? Wait yes. for it. Wait yes. for it. <laughs> He just <laughs> comes back and his wife's like, Oh, yeah, I saw a deer. No, that was Ryan. He was running through the woods. Wife comes back and she's like, Oh, naked preacher. She's like, Oh, <laughs> it's that time of the week, then, huh? Yep. My, my, na my, my, my naked run. Hey, when you have four acres, what you got to do? Michael. Michael. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's what I learned. Deep true love and i've been going to the vineyard here near my house every morning for an hour 40 days i got 33 days left and, wow uh, it's led me to that it's also leading me to preach i'm going to start preaching online here soon in the next four dude that's months. awesome man so get ready awesome so, man. yeah so, here we go yeah yeah anyways i'll tell you later but uh uh you know i know I, I just trey i just thought of my highlight of the week oh <laughs> I don't know if this is an appropriate time, but go ahead. I just hung, I, I went to a wedding where both people have been alive more than 130 years. What? Yep. Together uh, or separate? Separate. I met, I went to a wedding of a 70-year-old and a 67-year-old. Stop. I know. For real. That's awesome. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah no, wow. no. Well, and yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're That's, that's a whole... People. Whole but, set of different questions for a whole yeah, separate yeah, podcast. No, say, answers that beats the whole heck yeah thing. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it until right now, guys. Anyways, let's move on. I'm not trying to. Uh, all right, so now Ryan, this is the part of the show where me and Trey are going to make up a song talking about all the things we talked about today. <laughs> um, I have no idea what that means. Um, Naked Run, Red nope, Tent. The second one. A Mormon. 
No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I keyed. I keyed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but uh, all right. So, uh, Ryan, is there anything we talked about that you want to make sure that I remember that we put it in the song? Anything, anything. Refreshing. My last name is Grubs, so you might want to throw that in there. Oh, good, 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 Grub, Grub, Grubs. I got that. Got that. Okay. Um, I got seven fingers. Seven fingers. Okay. Oh. Seven's a good number. Seven's a good number. Yeah. Seven is a perfect number. Um, and uh, is there? I mean, like from the stories we talked about, is there anything that, like, uh, we talked about? We talked about your uh, the the uh, hell yeah. Um, that was pretty funny. FSU is good to me. I'm, FSU I'm a, is good to you. Yeah, that's where my wife went to college. And, um, um, yeah, and uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably it. Nashville, Music City, you yeah. know, loving that with the AMS ministry there when I was there. Uh, part of that, we used to go out to, you know, song nights until like midnight and baptize these guys. It was fun. So, um, it's awesome. Talk about terrible things that uh, ministers do. We talked about your show. We talked about. Um, we talked about uh, you you growing through um, a terrible time when it comes to cancer, and uh, you know I my, I lost my grandmother to pancreatic cancer, so I, yeah, that's not a fun fun situation. Yeah, and I think you know I think you could say you know I have a warrior wife. I mean that would be that would probably be. I mean and I'm talking like if you think she was big time, if you know her before, you better watch out because she got Amazon. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of scared actually in a serious way. So. Well. Um, Trey, I'm ready when you're ready. Sweet. Uh, really quick, man. Do you have a stage name that you want uh, to, I mean, anything you went by in the past? Well, Drew Mines here in the Blue Ridge Church, um, who is a good friend of mine, he used to call me RG3. And RG3. So, you, know, you know, you got, what's his name? We played football at the Redskins. So my RG, you know, or you call me RG2. Or they call me, they call me, they call me, they call me the claw. Yeah, they I was about to. I they called me. The they called me. You know, the Grubmeister. They called me. You know, Grubster. You know, uh, you know. A friend of mine in uh, Potomac Valley. We played soccer together, and I used to sweat a lot. And he was Bolivian. His name's Edson Bravo. He's a fantastic soccer player. A really good friend. He called me Big Juice because I was Big sweat. Juice. Was, he also that's, called me Selfish Gold. That's score. it, Trey. We have like five nothing. Big Juice. Yeah. I played soccer for thirty years. I played overseas, so I would score. Okay. Even I'm a huge soccer fan, man. That's awesome. Stop scoring. We're winning by five. <laughs> I'm going in. Peter Merrill's, man. Come on. I'm 48 years old. I'm like, ah. You know, I'm playing against 30 year olds, so I'm killing them. So it's good. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. So, big guys, juice. juice. I liked RG3, but you said big juice, so that's what we're going to go with, man. All right. All right. Let's get it. This will be from the dome, so uh, let's get it. All right. Yo, 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 we got DJ sound effects, Big Juice, and Scout the Summer, Son of Mike. Let's get it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a ballad. I see. All right. Now I'm sitting there talking to Ryan Grubbs I don't even know what's going on, show him love You gotta trip it through the middle, but the light time I can't breathe and I'm wondering why I find He told the story how he had a dude baptized And then he said, hell yeah, I love Jesus, man And everybody gave him a hard time, not really sure I'm If you never say what you're doing and now I find mine Yeah, and even Jason, he gave a battle die He gave it an award for best of bio oh, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say it's only right for the nighttime runaway. We were talking about therapy. Hear me, hear me. You'll really ever see everything that changes your dream, that makes it all together, and you're waiting back for your team. You do it all like you gotta feel this day. You gotta breathe what you're doing, and you feel this way. I feel the bright, tiny time stuck in my mind to find my situation, and I'm wondering why. What am I doing if I still can't pursue it all? You know what I'm doing, cause I'm running, cause I'm moving on. Ooh, now I'm lost in the mic. You do what you were saying in your love and your life. Now we talk about it. He's talking about his wife and how she's a warrior now. She's getting all right with the seven fingers and he called him the claw. But he's amazing and he don't even fall. And he's doing tap dancing. No, that's not what he do. He's doing taps to your head, keeping it true. Not that kind of tap tray. This isn't Call of Duty. Knew that I was gonna break it down and I got shooty. But not talking about 
my booty, that naked running thing. Only if I can't what? breathe out of control, I scream. Only if we're in four acres of land, looking for the people, because I got to fill the plan. Now I got this man. You breathe in all the time. He trades on dates like 57 times a day. I'm waiting for that sponsorship. Not really get, sure get what we're bit, doing. Busting it up. now. Ryan even got his own TV show. He's on a thing of remote grub, grub, her, grub, Not really sure what that app is about, but I know sometimes they can call me Scout. I turn it back through when I can breathe it through. I do what I was doing. Think I got toilet paper in me or dude. Yes, I still can't say. I gotta breathe. Now I gotta run this way and we can take it down only if I can't pursue it all. You know, sometimes you can break it back and move it all. Only if we can't breathe out loud. We talk about these things we feeling right now. And yes, you can't just tell somebody just repent and make them change their stuff because they feel in the wind. Only if I know sometimes I'm feeling it go. But now I got to break it because I'm thinking it no. I was wondering if Ryan was even going to write a book or if he has 57 ready on the hook. I, I know it's cool because he breaks it down time yelling out loud because I bust it with a rhyme. Anyways, guys, hope you check out his stuff. Only if I can't breathe when I do it enough. And oh, it's all together. It's never up. The same, and me and Trey are chilling out today. Hey, hey, and only if I knew what I say by myself, crying in the dreams, and I'm wondering. Well, anyways, I lost the quiz again. Yes, I'm gonna give up. Uh, uh, Living uh, it man. <laughs> ha ha ha! Yeah. Come on. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, uh, man. Ryan, is there anything that you would like to plug um, before we go off air here? I would just like to, number one, thank you guys uh, for having me on. You guys are Of course, man. You're very talented, and I think, honestly, too talented not to have sponsors, and I'm being serious. Like, So I'm shouting it out there a little bit. I mean, we have disciples <laughs> that have the ability to do things like communicate messages and to send you know things out. I think we don't support that enough, and I'm sending that out to the world right now that these guys have done a really good job. That, you know, We found this out, what? This afternoon, and you guys put it together. So number one, I appreciate that. <laughs> number two, if you need to get help, and this isn't just a plug for me. This is a plug for anybody who's in the world of helping. Come on, Ryan. Trey. Stop thinking you know better. Mm. And also... If you really want to fly, I have a dream. I want to be in the ministry. I have a dream. I want to own a business. I have a dream. I want to spend, I want to make money so I can give back and I can flow and I can enjoy life and I can go overseas and I can serve. Get somebody to help you create what you want. Wow. And stop acting like it's wrong or it's like sinful to do so. Hmm. Because status quo will keep you right where you're at. So that's my message to people. And give yourself the ability to be unique. You don't have to be like everybody else. That's not what unity is. And so just ask speech of Arrested Development, and he'll tell you that. So, <laughs> and he's got some new stuff out that is dope. Yeah, it's amazing. I love, I love that guy. He's the nicest oh, that's what I. That's what I would tell people. You know what? Don't look at yourself as defeated, but also give yourself the space to become what you think you need to be. And I said what you want. And the word need needs to kind of go away because need is a lower element. It's Maslow. God wants you to be the best version of yourself. Right. So that's my message. And, you know, if people want to talk to me, they can get in touch with me. You know, they can go to Real Stuff, Real Change. They can, they can email me at Ryan Grubb at realstuffrealchange.com. They can message me on Facebook. I'd love to talk to them about what I'm doing in my business because it is going to get bigger and bigger because I'm going to work with people and help them create what they want. That's awesome. Ryan, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It's well, been a pleasure having you, dude. I've enjoyed it, both of you guys. I look forward to seeing what you guys do down the road and love to be able to talk more. Well, of course, man. Um, speaking of um, talking about making big things, if you're looking for a new website, make sure you go over to nomadweb.design. If you want an amazing website created by amazing designers but not want to pay the uh, firm prices, Go to go to uh, nomadweb.design. They made our website at flows 
the number four, the letter U.com and uh, check it out. Uh, they are pretty amazing people. So, um, and, 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 you know, we get percentage of the sales. So, um, but uh, if anything else, guys, make sure you uh, like, subscribe, as Trey was saying. Uh, send us an email. Go to the website, flowsforyou.com. Um, send us an email at flowsforyoupod at gmail.com. Um, if you have a question of the day, which we totally skipped, but that's totally fine because Ryan was awesome. Um, it's totally fine. And um, if you have a question of the day you want us to use, send us an email. Put it in the comments. We'll try to use it next week. Uh, Trey, next week we have a mermaid. So... You know. Wow, I gotta, I gotta tune in for that one. Come yeah, on. Yeah. This will be our second mermaid in uh in I'm a few ready. weeks now. This we we have the mermaid hookup. That's that sounds terrible. Wow. wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean you because they're mermaids. You're, you're down by the river to pray, you know. You know, you're in the water. That or get drug into the water. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> what? There, That's another episode. Anything else I'm forgetting, Trey? No, you pretty much said everything. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ryan, you're going to give Trey three words and he's going to make up a song for you. And this uh, is our outro. This is our outro. And oh, after we finish the song and start the intro, you stay here, Ryan. We want to talk to you after the show. Sounds so. good. Okay, so three words. Words or okay. phrases? I prefer words. Okay. Real stuff. <laughs> he's getting a commercial. That's what he's doing. Real change. That's four words. Okay, okay. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. I hope you guys are ready, because I am. We're ready. <laughs> Let's get it! Ryan, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for hopping on. It flows for you today. Thank you guys so much for staying in the comments and watching our show. Let's take it home. Let's get it, Ryan Grubbs. He's the man with the plan. Real stuff, talking about real stuff. Therapy, therapy, that's what's up. If you're struggling, man, talk to somebody. Don't be self-righteous. Get open about it to a buddy or someone else. We all care about you. Please tell someone else about what's going on so you can have real change in your life. Yes, mine. Stay with it, man. Jason has a lattice squiddle, a little squid in his eye, but that's okay. We're trying to keep him away. Stay awake, man. We're at the end of the show. Let's go. Ryan, like I said, keep doing what you're doing. Go get that bread. Take us home, Jason. Thank you so much, guys. I apologize for that, that being funny. For the reason Trey decided to make it as serious as possible. Um, but y'all are amazing. Make sure you check us out next week. Um, we love you and peace. Blows for you. This is what we do. Yeah, this is. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say it flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now.